0: we're in these areas of distress or dis-ease in our growth and our climb, I think far too often we just view it as, um, oh, well, you know, things are falling apart on me or, or, you know, I'm really in in the rut right now. And what they're essentially, they're messengers. They're messengers of your own alignment to being your authentic self. And to be able to sit back and take stock and say, and have the strength of self to say, "Hey, I need a little help here, or I'm going through something here, or this is bothering me. Why is it bothering me? And I need to not assign all of my own personal choice and power away from that, or, or to that, and, and uh, abdicate what I can do and." You know, I'm not saying there aren't times that, you know, people truly are being impressed upon by, you know, systems and policies and things like that. But ultimately, there always is a choice to be made by the individual to help them elevate, to help those around them elevate. And love led leadership is really three very specific tenets of One, loving yourself, which includes boundary work, which includes courage to face past issues, which includes all of the things built around wellness and whether that's going to be um, how someone conducts their interactions, whether it's how they conduct all the different areas of their life, there's that piece. And then the second piece is really about, you know, how do we love those people who are around us? How do we empower them? Uh, I will never forget the second superintendent I worked for when I was a principal. The first one, right, wrong, or indifferent, you knew exactly what the expectations were. The expectations were show up 15 minutes early, have a jacket and tie on, and keep stuff off his desk. Right, wrong, or indifferent, there's a lot of safety In knowing that, and then there lies a lot of power, a lot of choice that you can make in how you execute those things. The second superintendent I worked for, and I bear him no ill will, it was his own growth process, but came in and no one knew what the expectations were. No one knew how to maintain the safety of having that position. And so you start to see a lot of infighting taking place when the Upsmanship culture was impacted obviously, but once you truly love yourself and you are able to show up authentic and whole, you are then able to love on the people who, are, who, is, who comprise the team or the people in your world And provide them with the expectations, the understanding of boundaries, the communication of here's what you need them to do. And then you get to unleash them and their creative power and and let them go be them, their authentic self and how they can grow and touch other people's lives. And then the third tenant is super simple. It's derived from the idea of servant leadership, but it's a lot more specific than that in the sense of it is about listening to your employees or your team members, letting them have a turn in the spotlight, removing obstacles so that they can love and touch people that you will never be able to touch. And it's the idea of we're going to take instead of throwing one stone into the middle of a pond and let that stone be like the king stone that ripples everything out. Now you're talking about a multitude of stones hitting the water and being able to ripple out and to get to places that you will never be. And that's that's part of the wholeness of that first step in order to allow other people to shine you have to be in a place where you're whole where you're not coming from deficit and where you're able to tell your ego that it's okay to sit to the side on this one and let someone else shine because it has no bearing on who you are but it has everything to do on on everything to do with the energy that you bring and the empowerment you bring in uplifting those people around you to do the same for others So, it has a very chain reaction process within it, uh, but it's so super practical and it's simple in understanding, a little more complex in growth process
1: in implementation. And I'm, you know, everything you're talking right now is just, I mean, it it seems like it would be incredibly easy, right? And it's not always easy, but it is meaningful work. And I think that that's important in validating because. When you're working inside of a, a corporation or a business or even on your own in the trenches, you know you were talking about safety and expectations. We set expectations for ourselves. We set expectations for those that are around us. We set expectations for those that work with us for us and lead us. Uh, and sometimes those are superficial expectations, right? they're 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 kind of taken for granted and some of us harbor ourselves in that safety environment, and, and you're never gonna have true growth or true impact if you don't have a leadership that helps you feel like that you matter, first of all, and that you're okay to ask questions and improve upon it if you're you're following the expectations, right? You know, mm-hmm. the fearless organization allows you to ask questions and make suggestions if you are involved in actually pushing people up, right? Leading with love. And, you know, one of the things that you you talked about was asking for help is, you know, a lot of people see that as a vulnerability as a kryptonite, but really it's the shining light. It's yes. the moment where you realize that this person actually cares about what they're doing. They know they can't do it all. And here's a, here's a validation moment for me to help them. Here's a validation moment for them because now they know how to do it and they get it done. And then beyond that, I mean, in any organization, and I can tell you from my experience, any organization at all, Peer to peer, camaraderie, leadership, it's at all levels. If you find people that really jive with you and you feel loved on, you will always find success. Uh, And at the end of the day, I mean, we don't want to be alone, right? We're humans of creature or humans of connection, right? Creatures of connection. We live in communities, we build communities, we want to interact. And we're getting further and further away from that in the world of business, right? We've got tech, we've got AI, we've got hybrid realities, and we've got things that are segmenting us. And it's very difficult to convey a feeling of love through the screen or a feeling of love on, on somebody that's a subordinate, right? That's got to get something done that's pressured by timelines and, and rigor, unless you do it the right way, which is having a desire to inspire before you require. If you have a desire to inspire them before you require them to do anything, then you can always approach it the right way mentality like what you said having that word of the year having that desire to really impact them in a meaningful way that aligns with both you and both the needs of the people around you and I love that that's what you do Ryan.